However, what I found out these days is most of the teachers tend to follow what is popular rather than what they really need. Hence, it becomes a waste of time, energy, and money. So the but the tip that I would like to share is to learn first to learn in details about the qualifications that you are supposed to pursue. So do you really need it or do you really want it? Hello and welcome to Tea Leaf English. I'm your host Thu, and today I've got a special guest speaker. So hi Nui. Hello, Madhu. So Nui, I think we haven't seen each other for a long time. The last time yeah. I saw you was when we were doing Cambridge Train the Trainer course together. Yeah, of course, and also in the yoga class. Oh yeah, I forgot about the yoga class. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was. Oh. It's really nice to see you again, Ma. Yeah. So thank you, Nui. So. Nui, I'm gonna ask you some questions about how you have become a teacher and how you have developed yourself. So, can you tell us about your journey in the field of English language teaching and how you got started? Well, my journey as an English language teacher began as a study guide for matriculation students. Then I started working at a language school as an assistant teacher, a co-class teacher, and a class teacher. After working there for about two years, I climbed my career ladder as a center supervisor. However, one grateful decision I made during my journey was joining the corporate field as an in-house English language trainer, from which I could learn the corporate organization system. Then I continued my journey as a project assistant in an INGO field. Which was really strange for others because you know they are totally different sectors, but I am glad I did it as I could expand my professional network and get to experience how to organize and contact large group of trainings, and from there I could also get to know how the the differences between the government organization and the INGO fields and the corporate fields stuff like that. During these periods, I didn't take a break my passion for teaching. In other words, I spent my weekdays in a corporate field and an INGO field, and my weekends by teaching. Frankly, saying it was indeed tiring, but as the saying goes, sow the seeds of hard work, and you will reap the fruits of success. And so then, I am enjoying the fruits of my hard work in the moment. By establishing a future English language center. Wow! It seems to me that you have got a lot of other experience aside from teaching as well.、Uh, yeah, compared to the typical teachers, my experience is a little bit strange. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So, in terms of teaching qualifications, can you tell us about what qualifications you have pursued? English has always been my favorite subject since I was in primary school, and then I was very lucky to get to learn it also as a language since I was young because of my parents' support. So I joined English for Professional Purposes (EPP) at National Management Degree College in two thousand eight and two thousand nine. Then I got a diploma in ELT in two thousand fourteen. 
and master's in English in 2016 from the University of Yangon. Then to learn and keep abreast with international teaching techniques and skills, I decided to pursue TKD in 2016, Shelter in 2018, and the Train the Trainer certificates in 2019 from the International Teasel Association, and in 2021 from the Assessment of Cambridge. Together with you, currently I am also planning to pursue another internationally recognized certificate to polish up my professional expertise. But I am not sure. It it will be during this year. So you have got a lot of teaching qualifications. And what tips do you have for teachers who want to pursue those qualifications? Well, firstly, you have to know what you really want to be. Let's say, what level of learners do you prefer to teach? Nowadays, it becomes really easy, you know, to join a course whether online or in person. However, what I found out these days is most of the teachers tend to follow what is popular rather than what they really need. Hence, it becomes a waste of time, energy, and money. So the but the tip that I would like to share is to learn first to learn in details about the qualifications that you are supposed to pursue. So do you really need it or do you really want it? And then you also need to adjust with the current situations too. And another thing is, if you could, I suggest you find someone who can consult, and it is better if he or she can mentor you.、Uh, but you know. Don't forget a saying: Never ask an insurance agent whether you should buy an insurance or not. Then, like I mentioned, think about whether you can really apply to what you have learned in a real life situation. Because, you know, we also need to earn for our living. Yeah, I I really like your tip about、um, deciding and choosing the right qualifications for you. And I think sometimes it depends on the organization you want to apply for as well. So I think it's important to, like you have said, to do research and talk to somebody who has walked the path and ask for suggestions and advice. Now let's focus on developing yourself as a teacher. So can you tell us how you have developed yourself as a teacher? So my regular style of developing myself as a teacher is listening to podcasts or watching YouTube videos relating to my profession. I also love listening to TED Talks because of its customizable feature, on which I can limit the duration of videos and learn from different experts on a similar topic. These habits are actually imitated from my husband, who listens to audiobooks and demand videos every week. Another way is by doing observation on my fellow teachers. It does not mean that an experienced teacher is always right. Sometimes we can learn new techniques and sometimes like technological tools from a novice teachers too. So, in my opinion, learning from others is also a great way to reflect ourselves as a teacher. Yeah, I think observation is one of the key things that you can do to develop. Yourself as a teacher, because when I first started working as a teacher, I observed a lot of teachers and learned different techniques, different tools, and even different classroom management styles. 
So it was very useful for me. So Noe, we have talked about、um, developing yourself as a teacher. Now, what about for teachers or people who want to get started in the field of、um, ELT? What tips do you have for anyone who wants to get started? Oh well, I believe this podcast will be listened by teachers or teachers to be. So what I would like to suggest is to pursue their techniques, tools, and knowledge behind a certificate. It isn't that qualifications or certificates are necessary to prove your skills and knowledge, but in a workplace, how much you can apply matters more. To add more, I would like to advise to polish yourself up. Some teachers thought that they don't really need to upgrade themselves after they have earned a certain experience. It's not totally true, you know. In in this changing era, teachers also have to commit themselves for their professional development. For us teachers, we need to develop not only in our professional knowledge but also in technological knowledge. Last but not least, stay alert in catching up with trend and up to date news, so that you can keep abreast with next generation, especially with your students. Yeah, I guess as a teacher, we have to keep on learning and developing ourselves to keep up with all the changes and all the new things. So I guess the key thing is to keep on learning. Rui, you said you have started your own school, which is Future English Language Center. So when you hire teachers or recruit teachers, what qualities, skills, and qualifications do you look for? First and foremost, language proficiency, then teaching skills. But personally speaking, these days there's a mixed group. You know, the first group has language proficiency, but another one knows how to teach. So at the time, as an organization, we need to make a balance based on our needs. Such as what level of class do we need a teacher for? Or in our organization, we have a diverse group of professionals working together. For example, some are working from outside of Yangon and Myanmar, and some are you know there are some people who are disabled, stuff like that. So what I believe is why people are being different is mainly based on being trained and untrained. Therefore, in our organization, we welcome not only professionals who have already acquired experience, but also novice teachers. But both groups they must possess strong integrity. Another thing is professionalism and commitment to teaching. And according to my experience, those qualities are also in high demand for our education industry in Myanmar. To add more, you must. Follow what you have said or what you have agreed on, you know, because as an organization, we need to work under rules and regulations, and then we are working with you know different types of people. So at the time, we all have to commit to the rules and regulations, and then after you have agreed on something, you must follow on it. You know, yeah, that's that's the basic step, I think. So I guess you have to follow through what you have agreed on, and then what you have promised. I guess now you are an, a mom as well. Congratulations again with many things happening in your life. How do you have a work-life balance? That's that's the most difficult question. But 
from this podcast, I do want to encourage teachers to give some time to relax your body and soul so that you can enjoy life and give quality teaching to your students. For me, like, like you mentioned, as I am a very new mom and also as a workaholic, I didn't used to have an off day and I didn't stop walking even during my pregnancy. Therefore, I had to take a bed rest for over two months. And that's the period of time I realized, oh my gosh, I need to pause. Otherwise, I will be the first one <laughs> or who die or pass away. I don't know. <laughs> so that, therefore, I decided to have at least a day off a week and spend time with my six-month-old son, Jason, and family members. It's indeed a quality time to get away from my daily tasks and responsibilities. So like I mentioned, as I am a new mom, these, these days how I have work-life balance is spending time, spending quality time with my son and my other family members. But before that, I used to hang out with my fellow teachers and also we eat out and sometimes we create parties you know not only for students but also for teachers and yeah i enjoy like that so again i would like to suggest every teachers to have at least some time off for yourself yeah yeah i agree with you i think we're all busy sometimes that we just focus on our professional life and don't have enough time to relax so i think it's important to make time to relax and rewind sure sure and also have some physical exercise because like these days most of the teachers are sitting in front of the camera and then computer laptop working online then so that their nerve systems become you know damaged so at the time i also want every teachers to do some kind of you know, physical exercise. Yeah. Right. Thanks a lot, Nui. And thank you for coming today. Thank you for the invitation too. This is Tea Leaf English, where we brew knowledge, sip inspiration, and connect with the vibrant community of English language teachers. Happy teaching!